Okay, I think let's get going. Alright, have we not started? No, I thought let's leave out the fantasy chat. <laughs> Hello and welcome on this special occasion, which is the post Bach win against an All Blacks team podcast and it's hosted by me matt and i'm joined by as always ben how are you good i feel like i always introduce you uh, very rarely do i not introduce you when it's me and someone else who i actually introduce i think more often than i introduce that not is ant hi there ant how's it going I feel like, yeah, when I take over, it's pretty much you and Ben. <laughs> this is the yes. B-team squad. It's an anarchy crowd, I like it. We're the yeah. Alton Yankees and Kubus Reinach. Yeah. We're, the... we're, we're, we're more for there for banter and fun. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, we don't I'm do offici- heavy lifting. I'm officially the front stain of the squad um, after we've can, seen can his I, shirt can, being pulled up. Okay, can I be, can I be Scott Brett? <laughs> just completely there for like six minutes of game time for the entire tournament but yeah just be like why is this guy here no bad bad have you seen how efficiently he turns a chop that's why they've chosen my hope for the barbarians so i'm sure of it um we can we can get to that or if you want to jump the gun we can actually go near that no, it's, it's foreshadowing, foreshadowing 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 okay well um what i'm gonna do is stick to the Pacific Islands, and some good news there is that Moana Pacifica have named their head coach for their first season of. What is the Super Rugby actually going to get called now? I think it's still Super Rugby. It's Super Rugby Oceano or whatever. Oceano. Oceano. Yeah, because it's not But that's logically what you should call it. It's that's what in... they should call it, but just like they didn't call it Super Rugby and Zamsi either. So yeah. Yeah. You know, basically any of our golden ideas, they're just not going to take. I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to think. So can you spell anything with New Zealand, Australia, NAFs? New Zealand, Australia, <laughs> Tonga, Naps. Samoa, Fiji. So oh, just, I, thought it was, I thought it was just Samoa and Fiji. Samoa and Tonga, Samoa like and Tonga are Moana Pacifica. Oh, okay. So and then yeah. So in in any way. Naft. 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 Yeah. Naft. Oh. Yeah. Super Rugby Naft. Shame. It's a shame. That sucks. Um. But yeah, they've signed or they've penned Aaron Major. Major. Make. Major. M A Major. Yeah. Major. Yeah. As um, the head coach, he so he was assistant coach yeah, he, for that game against the Maori. But he was the coach at where is he before the Chiefs? I think he's been all over. Um, a bit of a bit of seasoned Canterbury player. Um, obviously played for Samoa. I'm trying to think. No, they're not sure. I really am struggling. <laughs> You'd think this would be the headline, and I don't feel like pulling an Adam and reading the article out loud. Yeah. But it's yeah. fine. We, we've probably coached before, and he definitely played. So. Yeah, he definitely played there. He has coached uh, Highlanders, Leicester Tigers head coach. Oh, there we go. Oh, Leicester Tigers, that's not bad. Yeah, they beat Saracens this weekend. So. Yeah. Oh, a bit of foreshadowing there about, about Saracens news <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is some good news. Um, so from this good news, there's some slightly less good news 
coming out of Samoa. And that is that there's more than likely going to be a bit of a travel ban for them. So Samoa has had to cancel their end of year tour, which means, as always, Georgia got robbed of an international match. You know, can never catch a break. Um, Yeah, so they were lined up to play Georgia, Uruguay, Spain. And due to governmental health travel advice coming within Samoa, they've basically said that they can't be traveling. So Those would have actually been some quite good fixtures. Oh, they're heat fixtures. That's why I was like, it's really good tier two fixtures. Um, so well, Georgia, Samoa, Uruguay, and Samoa, Georgia would be good. I think that that would be too much for Spain. But... Yeah, Spain would be no, tricky. No, but... it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, but so yeah, so there is a workaround already, and we're going to allude to that with the barbarians chat as well. In that they want to basically then create a Manu Samoa a squad, which is basically which is largely going to be European-based Samoan players and coaching staff. I mean, they'll be able to fill a full team of that, surely. Yeah, look, they're, they're not worried about filling a squad like that, but it won't necessarily be their first-team squad. Yeah, but look, it'll still definitely be better than the team Tonga put together to play New Zealand. Yeah, where they had to call out... But, I mean, in all fairness, I think Tonga had to call guys, like, from within Auckland. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, it's the same situation, just reversed, but the Samoa's play, good players are actually in Australia. Yeah. I mean, in Europe, as opposed to Tonga. Yeah, it's, it's almost... actual good players it, aren't it, in it, might, it, it might actually be stronger, them having to pick yeah. a, pick an all-European side instead of an all-Oceana uh, oh, side. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so... Yeah, so one of the... Also then, one of the... Opponents, as we've mentioned like three or four times for this, is also then they're going to say it's the Barbarians are sort of being capped to play against this side, at least if they do manage to get something off the ground with them. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, yeah I, I always like a Barbarian. I would prefer a slightly stronger opposition than Samoa for the Barbarians, to be is honest. Is that the only picture they're, they're due to play? Us. Don't know. I don't know if the barbarians are due to play more. I don't. I haven't seen much more news about the barbarians facing anyone else besides uh, Samoa. Yeah. To be honest, in the current times, like it doesn't seem realistic. And the thing is, all of the other teams are too. Like New South Africa, New Zealand, Australia. They what? What do they call it now? Bubble fatigue or whatever. So yeah. I can't see them kind of lengthening their tours. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it kind of tracks because if you look at so the signings we've alluded to, so some of the names that already have been confirmed, I'm going to keep the secrets that got written announced today. Um, so some of the older names that we know of are Malcolm Mark. The fuck? Uh, Kravy, I was Kravy playing? I don't know. Anyway. Okay, wait, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. So wait. Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so wait, like as I was saying, so we know Marx is playing and Ulster, Ulsterman Duan Vermeulen is playing. Uh, Len Iketau, Nick White, Pete Samu have been signed and noted beach enthusiast Pablo Matera has been signed as well. So these are all the old names and three more have been added by, Rennie's actually coaching this side by the way. Uh, Stephen Kitsoff, Malhaber, and what's his, uh, Quade Cooper have all been added as new names this weekend. Yeah, I'm not 
super like I kind of feel a few Springboks need a rest, but yeah, I guess you don't win. So there's a comment, yeah, there's a comment relating to the Pumas that I also want to bring up, but yeah, I definitely, I think it's a bit unfair to have the Springboks in this. I mean, well, let's let's see the uh, the Lions. Most, some of them started coming back. When I say Lions, I mean... It's only Sinclair and Beard that have played so far, as far as I know. Yeah, in the Premiership. And I think some of the others have come back. Have Didn't any come back in URC this weekend as well? No, I'm saying Beard. Yeah, Beard played last weekend. Yeah. And he played again. And then Sinclair was the first one to play Premiership this year. Yeah, so they started... But I mean, you know, neither of them got exactly... Played much um, mm. game time for the Lions anyway. So it's not like it's... Um, you know, they were fatigued as opposed to our guys who played like constantly. So it's a bit strange. But what I was saying is how does the how does Chris Kitsoff like you know, he's signed to the Stormers, he's meant to be playing for them in URC. Surely there's overlaps in the games there, or is there a yeah. international window? I think there is hey. an inter- international window with regards to URC. So wait, let's see, October Yeah, so we're playing round five on the twenty third of October. And then round six is 27th of November, which is also the same weekend as this Barbarians game. So, uh, so, so this is straight up. So, so not only do we not get this, our Springboks for the start of URC, when all of their guys are playing, they we just stop the league. Yeah. Doesn't seem fair. No, so but don't forget, to, um, rugby championship was delayed by at least a week or two. No, yeah, yeah, it was just this year's weirdness of, of rugby yeah. championship, like because it was so late. But yeah, but I think it started going forward, late. we won't have yeah, have think, this issue, fortunately. Yeah, I think URC sort of kind of stuck to their guns with the with the rugby championship, just for the sake of the end of year tours when all sixteen te- or four. How many teams are there now? Fourteen or sixteen? URC team. Sixteen. All sixteen sides are have lose the internationals that for that window at least so for this window where there are four sides missing them they decided to bite the bullet on that to protect the bigger window which is yeah, yeah. No, I, I do back that i mean i think look this first season is going to be not great for us anyway yeah in terms of results as the first couple of weeks have shown <laughs> so yeah. you know, i mean i think let, let's just bite the bullet get the thing off the ground and then you know you can try and be like you know, play our cards and get competitive and whatever and fight for from our place from next season. I think that's probably a better standing point. But then again, like you know, I think things, things might change second half of the season after they come play here and stuff. Have a couple of road games in Kimberley. You know, it'll, yeah, because I think that round will balance. I'd like to say with the Cheetahs, they struggled at first and then yeah, they found. Yeah, I, I, I think it might be that home games are more significant than we maybe consider. Yeah, I think because we got so used to the idea of, I think Super Rugby, everyone sort of adapted to the idea of traveling quite quick. I think home, ga- I think Super Rugby, the home games aren't as vital as they seem to be in URC at the moment. I think that's also because the, you know New Zealand was playing and didn't, you know they were so far better than everyone else. It didn't really matter if they were home or away. Yeah, yeah but I even I mean even like SA teams in Australia generally didn't generally battered fairly well compared to what you would exa- imagine if with a home game. Yeah, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't unheard of for an SA team to go on a four-match tour and come away with like two or three, two, two wins. Three out of four wins, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. like, like, again, the like three out of four is, you know, you're playing. Aim, yeah. 
Australian teams. Um, yeah, well, you ideally hope to beat both Australian teams and then sneak one past the New Zealand team. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, that, that's how it would happen that you got that. Um, but, you know, anyway, the, I think the point is, is fair that it was a, it was less of a thing. Um, yeah. Because I think also just temperate wise, like we all played in similarish conditions. Like, except like, Durban. Yeah, except for Durban, which is super humid. But I mean, surely if there's a chunk of New Zealand, the New Zealand coast, like Sydney somewhere, that's yeah, fairly no, similar think... to New Zealand, uh, Durban. Yeah, well, they, well, they say Melbourne or Brisbane similar to Durban. Um, yeah, definitely just Brisbane. Yeah. yeah. But, no, we, I guess it also, because I'm guessing the way the URC teams travel is they'll just fly up on like a Friday or a Saturday match. I think so, yeah, because it's also so small, yeah. Yeah, well, like, like, like it's all kind of within sort of a two-hour flight of each other, isn't it? I think, the, like I think most probably just the guys traveling... To, so besides obviously coming to SA, but I think the next furthest travels obviously the uh, the Italian cats, and I mean that's most probably yeah like closer to maybe a three four hour, but even that you can do you can smash that yeah Friday night or whatever like get a captain's run in, everyone jumps on the plane has a nap. Yeah. Are you talking about the their side? Yeah, they. Yeah. I mean they always saying that they were so nice because you know you could you didn't even stay over for away matches often. Like you know, you drive yeah. back that same day. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah that, that's going to be very different for them coming to us. And I mean, we're already used yeah, to. Yeah, I think I think that's where we'll maybe get some revenge, if you want. Yeah, I think because it, it'll be a very different conditions because they'll be playing height and the, and they will be they'll be touring touring, which a lot oh, of them up. probably wouldn't have done before. Fuck, I yeah. hope they all well, catch like the flu and, or something from switching, so like seasons that harshly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, from I'm like going from the snow to fucking summer. Yeah, I didn't think of that. I think in the... Because all the tours sort of happen at the same time, huh? Yeah, you did. so we're all going to come... So I think we are stuck up north until that round five that I pointed out. Which I think is even the one... Round five is the one... Yeah, round five is the first round where all the SA teams are on a bye anyway. So we're going to fly back at the end of round four. And then... They're going to play one round against themselves and then, and then, then come they can, down after the international they, handle to us. Okay, but then after that, the, the SA teams go back? Oh, wait. Round six? Yeah, so round six, who's going to come on to us? Stormers are playing Zebra, Cape Town, Sharks are playing Scarlets, Munster playing Bulls, and Cardiff are playing Lions. And then... So I think they're going to tour by the looks of... Oh, fuck, Christ. Because Zebra is playing Benetton like in round 8 already again. So I don't know that they are doing like full-on tours. It looks like they're doing oh. two-match tours. Yo, that makes sense. Yeah, fuck. Together at home. Because otherwise it would just be ridiculous if we like home for a week and then fly back. Yeah, yeah. So all, all the games that they say will happen. And then I guess we'll fly back and finish up. Yeah. I mean, it, it should I, all... I, I, I would say obviously it's not ideal if they basically played the SA games first while it was still relatively cold in SA. Yeah, because those games are set for November, some games December. That's a hard day. Yeah, and then mid-December. So 
early December then there's no games until end of December when we are on a break for December early Jan and then yeah we fuck late Jan I think it looks like we're playing teams yeah and oh Christ no those are derbies because that's Bulls I've lost it uh, I, I feel not to, not to add him here, but we should probably move along. I no, can't no, imagine definitely. this is the, the, no, most, the, most, the most, not the most the thrilling. Most riveting and, stuff in the city. And it seems incredibly uh, confusing, but yeah. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, people can just Google URC fixtures and, and figure it out. Yeah, and yeah. also be as confused as them, because I'm literally looking at the list so painstakingly sort of put out by Phil. Yeah, fuck, Phil's putting in work this year. Okay, sorry, sorry. What's the next news item? So, speaking of being confused by how fixtures work and just general red tape, so this get, this news broke in the week that six of the Pumas and two staff members decided that they should go for a jaunt on a bus ride to Byron Bay to a health retreat. And when they try to get back to the Sunshine State, which I'm assuming is Queensland, um, they were blocked and had to spend Wednesday night in a place called Kingscliff. And yeah, eventually Sanzo said, um, yeah, they, I mean, they can come back to Queensland, but they're not involved in Super Rugby anymore. Ah, not Super uh, Rugby Championship. So Humors had to play this last game without, I mean, quite vital members, actually. It's Matera, yeah. Medrano, and who else? There was another Chancellery. Bonilla, Sakino, and Ezkura. I mean, none of those are particularly small names. Some of them are bench players, but even off the bench, they're still pretty decent. Yeah, they all like apart from Matera, they're all outside backs as well. Right? Yeah, like that's the thing. Like all their attack yeah, power. It's, 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 it's like it's like a bad week in fantasy where everyone's starting apart from four of your outside backs. You're like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah but this is no, just... but the, no, but the fuck, you know the rules. Like, yeah, yeah it's incredibly no stupid, to be no, honest. No, no, this is... Not... So for me, the sort of the... I don't know, it's not irony, but it's the word I'm going to use, is that this came, like, after a week, like, literally within the week after of them, like, kicking up a fuss that Sanzar didn't respect them by inviting them, by not, by not having them at that captain's photo shoot. And then meanwhile a lot of their stars just can't understand that what it, what it means to stay in stay in the bubble and not travel yeah no, it's, it's 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 irresponsible to be honest and uh, i think uh, sanzo took the right took the right stance by telling them no go home guys you're done the fuck pretty white dog loves fucking resting they love white dog sorry i'm back um to be yeah. fair his I'm, I'm, I'm did just... fall apart because of um him not being there so you know you yeah, can't see yeah. why he's vital to their situation uh matt we're just discussing josh lord but actually i was just thinking was this being recorded though? no no because yeah sorry. sorry um i'm moving this weekend we sold our fridge we're running out of a little bar fridge and that little bar fridge seems to be surging so i've just gone and unplugged it quickly to try and mend because oh, every gosh. time it surges it cuts my skype somehow where, it's where, cut... where are you moving that you're selling a fridge we're moving to so mates, those mates of us who are moving to Mauritius, we're taking over their their house. So we're just buying their fridge because their fridge is a nicer fridge. So they're leaving ah. their fridge for us. Oh, yeah. cool. That makes sense. 
Yeah, so that's we've. A double I'm, door. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. If they ask, oh, we can we buy a good fridge in Mauritius? No fridges here. You should have brought yours from South Africa, you idiot. <laughs> you should have done the research. Yeah, can't, can't get a fridge. Are you an idiot? Come on, just just you just put everything in in the sea and hope it, the sea's not hot. Yeah, just hope it's one of the cold days in the ocean. But yeah, I have made one of those mistakes before. I went to a hot springs on a camping trip and chucked a whole bunch of beers in the river, thinking they'd make them <laughs> nice and cold, not realizing that this hot spring was the river. <laughs> basically, just boiled my beers. I was so disappointed when I opened the it's first got one. Beer soup. So yeah, um, let's jump to Josh Lord actually. So, the the sixteen year old that seems to be on everyone's lips in New Zealand right now that out of nowhere got a call up for the end of year tour. Yeah, so I think Tui Pilatu and Barrett are traveling. Uh, Scott Barrett. I, think. I mean. Yeah, so sorry, Josh Lord is a lock for those of you who you know don't have social media. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, so Josh Lord, really tall lad, got called up out of nowhere by Ian Foster. So that's just the prerequisite to just be a tall sixteen-year-old, and you can make the All Blacks. Yeah. He's that would just be in the wide Crusaders squad, apparently. If yeah, just be in the wide. So basically, him and Brett Cameron oh, have a very in, similar. Oh, is he in the wider Crusaders squad? No, I was just saying that's the other alternative: either be tall or but, just be Crusaders. But what about? Fuck, I forget their names now, but they're two good young ones. Mato Aikoi and... Yeah, Tupavai and then... Mato Aikoi. Yeah, where, where are they? Or they playing, for the, playing for the Chiefs. So, no, you're not going to get called up playing for the Chiefs. No, I'm joking. Um, Vai was already in the squad, don't forget. And yeah, I don't know. He didn't seem to be getting included this round. Yeah, I'm guessing this Josh Lord Jets just going to, you know, travel around like he's going to Brett Cameron. Yeah, I, was just, I think he's got good brawling skills. Do you reckon that's that's his? Values? Well, probably not. If you if you what's he two meters two? Like I can't imagine you bry very efficiently. Like just bending down the whole time. Like you don't want that. Do your back. I reckon he's Luke just. And, and Archie will have something to say about that. Yeah. No, has probably got like special like extra long tongues that he can like pry with with a straight. Yeah, back. but think about it. Archie has played rugby in Europe and Japan. Like he's got cash for extra long tongues. Josh Lord, I reckon, still is with his parents. Like. He's he's still turning. He's still doing the lick your thing, fingers and turn with your fingers method. He hasn't yeah. dropped the long tongues yet. Yeah, and that's a COVID risk. Like, why are they bringing him? No. No, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, like, whatever. I guess New Zealand can experiment. They can do shit like this. Like, I don't, don't really. It always comes from nowhere. But maybe this all, is and then like, there's always like a tearful video of the family getting the phone call as well. Yeah. But I mean, like, I guess maybe when they hear about like Joseph Dwebo or whatever getting selected, they're like, oh, what the hell? Like, who's this cat? Like, or Nico Jansen van Rensburg, since we're talking yeah. about locks. Oh, yeah. Nico Jansen van Rensburg. He's, he, he's gone home. I mean, he well, back to France. He's playing there again. Yeah. yeah, no, I think that experiment. Was declared was a failure. Bizarre, yeah. yeah. No one. Okay. I mean, Elstead's, well, he's injured, so hopefully we don't see much of him either going forward. Well, I mean, yeah, well, we're not going to see Box at least. Hopefully we'll see them in URC soon, but not. Actually, I hope the Box stay at home and we only see them when the tours end. Yeah, no, I, I hope they kind of, we only see them in URC in sort of January, to be honest. Yeah. 
don't know. If, I think it would be nice to have some guys that actually help us win games. Yeah, it would be nice. Look, it'd be nice, game. but I think we need to give the box a rest. Like, I think long-term yeah. mental, mental sort of health is preferable to winning a couple of games in our first season. That's the most un-South African thing I've ever heard. No fair. And Yo, this is why I we, supported uh, the Sunwolves uh, uh, after the Kings <laughs> got kicked out. The Sun was all about mental health. Yeah. Actually, speaking of ex-Sunwolves, did you see the captain for the Brave Blossoms is Lapis and Jimeno's vice-captain? So, oh. Yeah. So, interestingly enough, someone actually asked, but now why is it that way around? Surely Jimeno should be captain and Lapis vice and so a fair comment i think was made by um our roving reporter who we don't have any need for anymore now that we're not following the sunwolves is old freeman and he said the key the goal with the sunwolves or the, the brave blossoms is to have a english-speaking captain because of the way refs interpret certain laws and that and they can at least explain it Explain it so a English speaker, like a native fluent English speaker, will at least be able to pick up on the interpretation differences of the laws versus a second oh, language uh, English speaker. Yeah, it sort of it makes sense that it kind of maybe highlights a bigger issue in the game where yeah. in the a, rugby, the laws you communication with the ref in rugby, I feel is more important than almost any other sport. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, like, well, you know, like, say you can play football, you can play tennis, you can play cricket without having a single word in common with the ref. Yeah. But rugby, you sort of, you need to know your... Did you see that headline that they were saying that the ref should all learn French for the Rugby World Cup yeah, in France? Yeah, I did see that. So, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> some basic French, which is interesting because it's like, well, you know, that's going to advantage the French team, but how does that help world rugby? You know, yeah, you know, it doesn't really help. Doesn't I just... The, spectacle any better apart from the maybe the, the crowds can now understand the ref a little bit better it'd be fun but to see Yaku Paper anyway so well, Yaku yeah, Paper yeah. blowing the whistle la advantage I don't really know what that's trying to achieve but you know, I suppose no I think it's just someone sort of making ref's lives a bit difficult um, yeah. actually I got perfect news for making ref's lives a bit difficult some, one of the biggest controversies of the South Africa's win over New Zealand this weekend was what has been referred to as the Waterboy Gate. Oh, right. <laughs> Which I feel like is the yeah. most non-story I've seen. And I've seen like three fucking Rugby Pass articles about it. So one of them is Nina like admitting like, ah, oh, fuck, he actually did tell the Waterboy to like go harass the AR the touch touch judge to like I know but I'm pretty sure that was a 50-20-2 or whatever you should be awarding it to us when we did carry it back or in, in all fairness but yeah. did cop no, but that. Do, do, do you know what got me because obviously I was watching but I wasn't because I don't really watch for 50-22 because I'm not used to it yet yeah. and then when it happened I, I was like oh that's a 50-22 but you know now it's been pointed out that it was a pass back yeah. but then the, they weren't showing any replays of it yeah. So that, that that made me think it was definitely a 5022 because obviously it's a New Zealand broadcast, so they're not going to show replays. Australian of, broadcast. Yeah, an Australian broadcast, so they're not going to show replays that will favour South Africa. So I was like, fuck, like you know the bloody I had my tin hat on, and then um, 
Yeah, because New Zealand pretty much scored straight off that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but but there, there was also another one which I which I found quite interesting. Okay, so New Zealand, I think it was about 65th minute. South Africa kicked the ball out kind of before the New Zealand 22. So, um, you know, kind of between the 10 minute and the 22. Yeah. Jordy Barrett got it. And then he sort of walked or ran back oh, this the 22, trick, yeah. took the line out, and then they kicked it out on the full. Yeah. So is that allowed? No. Uh, so like, um, who br- that's carried back? Yeah. yeah. Someone someone brought this up that that's technically a carried back. That no yeah, one because it up, technically it the line out happens at the 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 point the flag at the you know the point the ball went out. If you yeah. choose to take it behind, it doesn't change the point of the line. Yeah. Someone um who brought it up there? Someone inside. Was that for... person that made that ten minute video complaining about everything, which people have obviously got a bit bleak about. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, Which, I mean, yeah, some some of the stuff was valid. Like there was a lot of from the sides and things, but a lot of it's also just been picky. Um, yeah. But yeah, he that, that video highlights you know that they pass it back and pass the ball back into 22. Also, the, the ruck before that, Retallick just kicked the ball in the ruck, which I'm pretty sure is now a penalty. But yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, there was there were a couple of dodgy things. Yeah, and look, and I think yeah. Barrett missing the tour as well as most probably better for the rest of rugby in that. Uh, he he also got away with quite a few things from what I was seeing. Didn't so much get away with blocking oh. the pimpy, but um, yeah. Scott, yeah. Scott's a, he's quite a dirty player. I reckon he hangs well. out with Sam Kane on the off weekends or mood. Uh, no, he is um, going to be back for World Cup. Yeah, uh, not fine. World Cup. Sam Kane's back for the end of the year. So. Yeah. yeah, but but Scott Scott is definitely a bit bit niggly and yeah, yeah, like 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 he kind of pushes it a bit. I think if you're slightly smaller, he could maybe get away with it. Yeah, it's just like obvious. Like, watch that eight foot. Watch that eight foot thing. Just do something wrong. Scott, Scott, what are you doing, mate? What are you doing? Stop it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So I just thought I'd highlight that. Should we mention uh, France Dane's rip quickly as well while we discussing shitty calls? Yeah, I I was all right with that. It's so hard to determine because I also think Quacker sometimes gets done a bit with that. Because he's yeah. very good at sort of tackling the ball. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you have the ball, you know, you have both arms on the ball and your sort of arms are around it, and then the player drops to his knees, yeah, you, can't, it... you almost can't let go of the ball without sort of dislodging it from their hands. Yeah. Obviously, no. obviously, obviously, Frost Davis was a bit different because he fucked up McKenzie. Yeah, McKenzie was, I think, on his back, winded by the time Frost Dane landed on him with the ball. Yeah. Yeah, but in, as you say, in real time, there's no way you'll actually like be able to see call that. that. So yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's it is the wrong call, but it's not like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I was, yeah, you I can't expect in real time to be conceded. I reckon we would have seen like a a ten minute Rassi video on that though. Had had we lost that match. No, no. I think I think those mind games are done. Now Rassi's all about now Rassi's all about trying to snag that manscaped contract with these shitty boxes hoping that they'll at least sponsor him a decent pair of boxes he needs to go play yeah. for the sharks you see they picked up the manscape sponsorship yeah. yeah hopefully they're better with it than we did a mate um, of mine actually messaged me this week he's like do your does your code still work i was like i don't know try it no it definitely doesn't just use the sharks one yeah i'll tell him um, um yeah. So, speaking of actually lucrative financial deals, um, Saracens 
they have been bought I mean, the majority share of them have been bought over by a particular consortium of various fucking UK and European business individuals to the point where Nigel Rye has to step back and yeah they're pumping 32 million pounds into the Saracens you know that struggling just recently promoted side do Saracens need 32 million pounds they do for all their overpaid players yeah I mean that's is this consortium is it Faz et al and Vunprop Industries. Vunprop, yeah, the, uh, is, it, is it just a money laundering? Is it a Well, let's see. Then? It's Dominique Sylvester, CEO of NSTAR Group, which I feel like there's definitely rugby players' names buried in NSTAR. Uh, it's a global insurance group. Neil Golding, club chairman and partner at Freshfields. Whatever the fuck Freshfields. Paul O'Shea, director at NSTAR as well. And <laughs> Francois Pinard. World Cup winning captain and former Saracens player. Not not Springbuck. They ignored the fact that he played. Like, they're like, World Cup winning captain. For what team, though? We never know. For Saracens. For yeah, Saracens, Saracens won the World obviously. Cup. Um, you know, you know what? Fine. You their money. Buy what you want. But I don't feel Saracens was sort of oh, ripe, ripe for takeover. Also, Marco V. Masati. You know, and your ears should pick up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ben, that's partner at Paul Paul Weiss and one of the owners of the Sharks in Durban. Oh, so, oh wow, that's interesting. So the Sharks buying up a smaller side in the UK, i.e. the Saracens. Yeah, maybe they'll use it to feed players. Maybe we'll see Farrell at Farrell in black and white. And what do you feel about that? I don't know if I'm happy about that. I'll have to start supporting him because that's just you know obligatory. Obli- that's a lie. I, no, I don't no. Actually, you know what? And, so. and you know what's going to upset you even more is that. The Sharks kind of need locks. Who does the Saracens have as a, at lock? You joke, but that conversation was happening. I oh, know, because like, he is Rock Nation. Yeah. He is signed by exactly. Rock Nation. That so. link is there. And I, I don't, I don't upset think, about that. I think he's too similar to High Road Andrews. Like, there's no point in having Play style. <laughs> Just yeah. absolutely fucking useless. Oh, you know what they you know what they call They call my... They call it Toji the High Road, the high road Andrews of the North. But with, with worse hair. Yeah, it's just... I don't know. I don't know. I quite like it, I just say. It's one of his better attributes to me. It's certainly uh, lines. I, I like Hydro and Andrews here as well. Like, I like a, a, what's it called? A high and tight? Yeah, he's got a nice high tight. Doesn't he do... He's got that, like, paintbrush, the, the finger dreads at the moment, doesn't he? Oh, I don't know. I haven't... I haven't... Wait, are we talking about Toje or, or Hydro Andrews. Andrews? Andrews got oh. that, like... Yeah. Well, who am it's... I thinking of with, like, the little, like, stubby dreads? Oh, Tachuka? Maybe Tachuka. Yeah, yeah Tachuka's got subby dreads last time I yeah. saw. Yeah. So, well, this is important stuff. I'm glad yes. that people know about it. Um, yeah, so someone else. So, just in, now that I'm at the wheel, it's prop news time. And Ooh. someone else up. So, there's one prop in particular who's very upset at sort of the media coverage of Nigel Ray standing standing down from the Saracens and media sort of specifically uh, who was it uh, uh, Ian McGeechan wrote quite a column praising Nigel Ray who wants to guess which prop took umbrage at this and tweeted out a certain comment I did Joe see Marla. this to be fair so did you see yeah Joe Marley which I, th- I think is also the most innocuous comment that he's getting. It's just crawl out, mate. 
with no yeah. like clarification or anything so we're not sure if he's upset at ian nigel or what he's just upset and he's in the news for that and i appreciate that like i'm so like honestly i don't know how i feel about joe marlin so um let me do this so there's another bit of Marlon news in so he's got a radio show by the sounds of it and he had on a, a UEFA or Premiership football ref and they sort of were discussing so the Premiership sort of years behind SA has had their first female ref Miss Sarah Cox ref ref a game and so Marla asked the ref he had on Mark Klattenberg, Klattenberg, what he thinks of women referees, and he's like, so he's like, yeah, no, we've had a couple women at UEFA Super Cup final in their Premiership, blah blah blah, and he's like, ah, but you know they've got to choose between having children or being refs, blah 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 blah, and they oh, just went on a misogynistic rant or whatever. So does yeah, I the the ref, yeah, not 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 Marla. Marla, by the looks of it, didn't really clap back at him in studio but did tweet really he tweeted that's not tweeted like yeah jesus christ clattenberg's response to my question about females referees in football this morning was disrespectful and archaic and then sarah cox leading the way with the way the world should be so yeah called up I, mean, I don't know that he's no, an interesting one like you attack your guest as he says i mean i suppose the answer is yes you do yeah you do sort of you that's the thing like you the are, fact that this you gotta, you gotta push on. back or something like that or you gotta like cut to commercial or something like. yeah so because yeah he actually went on for quite a bit because his whole i mean you can and you can also fix it in the edit and just be like you know just no but like if, it's radio, if it's a radio if it's a radio show, show you can't. yeah you got it costs not ever they're always recorded no, no, this isn't a podcast. This is a talk sport radio show. Oh, this went live on People air. still listen to the radio? No, uh, old people. You know, the ones who Jeez. most probably agreed with the ref and what he had the to say. The ones that yeah. support Marla with his tattoos and his mohawk. I feel like that, that's very anti-old people. They can't see Joe Marla. They've only heard him play rugby over the wireless. It's fine. Oh, yeah. okay. They're not like, who's this parrot talking to us? Yeah. <laughs> Why, 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 why is this? Why is this man just chatting? Anyway, yeah, no. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with you, Ben. Marla's a difficult one for me too, in that a lot of shit he says, a lot of shit he does. I sort of agree with and appreciate that he is bringing this shit up. Like, so he did for Sky. He did that whole thing about sort of mental mental health and dealing with depression and so forth and talking out about talking out of talking about depression and that in different ways you can sort of treat depression beside sort of in conjunction with therapy and drugs and so forth so like things to supplement actual mental health science and like and he did things like singing in choirs and also and what was the other one but the, and went swimming in like one of those high altitude sort of frozen lakes up in the uk and all that so like he does good shit in this sort of area but then at the same time he's never shown any remorse for grabbing alan win jones's cock and balls on tv and referring to it as only but a bit of bants yeah so, so like it's such a like on the one hand i'm like he's doing such good but on the other hand there's like this one glaring math on the biggest stage 
like fuck up and he's not addressed like he's addressed it as a joke at if anything like he's never he's never shown it any sort of he's, actual he's always thought. just trying to like drown it out with just like noise about other shit yeah so, is are... that not maybe a good like proxy for i suppose just men in general if, I mean, if that's what you want to reference it is it like you know people will do good things and bad things at the same time and no, no, you know, no, like, no, yeah, yeah, I, I guess, you know, I guess it's, 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 it's a, you know, you yeah. get that dichotomy. It is real. Uh, no, and I, I, I guess it's one of these things where, where you can like certain things about someone, but not them as a person. Or yeah. I, I kind of, I kind of feel it is kind of a bit of celebrity culture. Like if you're a quote-unquote fan of someone, you almost have to take everything. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, I like his music, so he should get away with rape. Yeah. Or like, you, but you know, like, like I know that sounds stupid, but well, that's good at rugby, but... so he should be allowed to beat his wife. What? Yeah. And that's just a completely hypothetical. Should, random should, no, be, no, no, should be no, scoring no. tries that certain someone maybe pushed his feet up. Maybe who knows? Who can say? Yeah, but but it's what it's one of these things where you like you don't have to you know fully buy in. You can be like, great rugby player, seems like a bit of a prick out of the rugby field. I mean, like, that's always been you, always been my view. You allowed to you allowed to have that view, but some people don't seem to kind of accept it, like that you you have to kind of have this complete buy-in or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was I always found that very much during the Oscar thing, that everyone's like, you know, saying it undoes all of the good he's done for disabled athletes. Like, well, it doesn't. It, you know, he still did really good work for disabled athletes. He's also an asshole and a murderer as well you know he's just two things yeah yeah doesn't you know just because he i mean again not to make light of it but you know the fact that he shot his girlfriend doesn't mean that he what didn't do good things as a sportsman doesn't diminish his sporting results it just means he's an asshole i mean to put it lightly i mean uh, yeah no he's a colossal prick yeah but but, um yeah um have we talked about the springboard game or did we just talk about the incident we just chatted about the incidents um, one incident, and then we can go into Springboks. One more incident from this weekend, and that is that. Okay, well, besides everyone, everyone in SA losing in the URC, um, Andre Smith. I don't know if I saw any news yet that he's been cited, but it looks like he's uh, there's a citation imminent, and that he bit uh, Niall Scannell on the leg at some point oh. in the match. Bullet. Like to Yo. the point where, like the the forty at the forty fifth minute scuffle, like the like uh, who's captain? I think it's Peter Amoni. Uh, yeah, Peter Amoni went to the ref and like showed him his thigh with the bite. He's like, look, you can see the bite mark, and they are the ref, and they couldn't really tell whether or not it was an on field action, which would have been a red card. But yeah, so apparently there might be a citation in the pipelines for Andre Smith. Yeah, like, again, well, by Monday evening, surely that's happened. I don't know. Oh, look, it may have happened. It may not be in the news yet. You know, we... But I, th- I think... And you, you, you're now seeing how the sausage is made. You're not there to tweet, to WhatsApp us the, the, the link to the story while we were recording. As, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the story dropped while we were recording, Ant, but no one had the link. But you went it. there, Ant. You went there. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. failing in my duties here. yeah um but yeah so with that little bit of incident let's look at the good news of the weekend in that the box managed to win the all-important 101st 
game against their all. That, that, that's the, that that's that's the one we care about, not the hundred. The hundred and first. Like, yeah. Much like the Dalmatians, no one cared about the story of the hundred Dalmatians. It's that hundred and one Dalmatians. Much like the hundred and one tests. That's, that's uh, I, one I, I think we need to somehow kind of cancel one of the tests. Just like look for one where it was like, no, technically that was actually New Zealand Maori, or that was actually Springbok A, or something like, like that. We were still racist then, so that one doesn't count. Yeah, that was actually during apartheid, so it doesn't count. So yeah, actually we won the hundred test. We're great, guys. Yeah, we're great. Um, yeah. So raw tech. So obviously we're all pretty happy about the result. Yeah. How are we feeling I, about I, the game I, itself? I know. I know it is kind of difficult that, considering the points difference between this week and last week. You know, the game was as sort of close, but I did feel we played better. Yeah, I think we really did. Like, like, there was a lot more fluency. I feel they they went back. I think they kind of realized the fundamentals of that kick strategy. Like, mm. the purpose of the strategy isn't kicking. The purpose is putting your opponents under pressure and to keep moving forward. Yeah. So then I think they realized, okay, actually, we can do that by running as well, which is good. Yeah, which is and essentially they, what we wanted them to do in the last five minutes last week. If they'd created yeah. those overlaps and we didn't pass to them, you know. And I think that was yeah. kind of the only real difference is that we passed. Yeah. Them uh, also, I, I kind of it's that sounds a bit weird, but I felt we sort of contested kicks less. We just sort of let them catch them and then sort of put them under huge pressure. Just that was something out that was better. Um, last week, in course, you often overcommit to it, and so he'd run past the player. Yeah, and, and then the player would sort of get meters. Yeah, because this week he was much better at hanging back, either contesting and winning it back, because I think we won back like half our yeah. kicks, but or he would, you know, hang back enough to make the tackle. So he did definitely do a lot better on that front. Yeah, so so I think that was a, that was a positive. Obviously the forwards were good. Um, we reinvented counter rucking, which was great. It's always nice to see that. But I feel like Kalisi's been I doing that for like the last last little while now like he was even doing I, that i feel i feel can't like because you know like the scrub off like the sacred cow of rugby yeah that you can't you can't fuck with it but i feel like a counter ruck it's a very thin line between counter rucking and tackling the scrum off yeah because like if you can somehow accidentally dump the player that you've pulled off the rack onto the scrum off you're fine yeah no, exactly. no, no no but but it's sort of a weird thing because okay the scrum off's just standing there the ruck sort of uh, what they call it, like a dead ruck yeah. You can't ruck. You almost need another player there to throw into the scrum half. Like, it's quite a weird sort of situation. Yeah, like, exactly. Because if the opposition doesn't have a man there, then you're not allowed to do it. <laughs> yeah, so so ironically, you're less likely to get counter ruck if you actually have no one actually. If you don't in commit the to the ruck, yeah. You, I mean, it, yeah. It literally, because if the players think about it, if, the, if the, the ruck is flat and all the players are lying down, then you have no one to counter ruck against and mix come off to stands there free. But yeah, as soon as there's players in the air effectively, then yeah, you can. But I, I guess what you have to do is sort of go over the ball. So you don't. But you have to touch the scrum off to do that. Yeah, it's a bit... Well, the scrum off's in the way. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to, but yeah, you, you go past the scrum off to get... Maybe you just pick one of their players up off the floor and throw him at the scrum off. Just use him as a lawn <laughs> dart. <laughs> yeah, is, is, that, is that technically how you do it? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's worth a try at this point, Ben. It's worth a try. Yeah. See, see what happens. See how the refs interpret it. Yeah, interpret this. Just... <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, kind of like like I, I I honestly I wanted turtles to do this once. Um, I wanted to like like you know you have a like a attack a lineup on the five meter you know like a ultimate attacking lineup. You throw the ball up, the lineup jumper catches it, and then you just walk with the lineup jumper over the try line, but you you keep him up the whole time. You're uh, not allowed to do that. They have outlawed that as a move. Yeah, oh, you're not allowed fuck. to crab walk the, the line out here. Yeah. Oh, you have to bring the lifter straight down, yeah. Unfortunately. Oh, no, that's so shit. I'm done with this game. Done. No more. Yeah. Welcome to Elite. What Yuxke banter, the podcast about Yuxke. Maybe lawn balls. I feel like that's a good pivot for us, Ben. Adam was saying he wants to play South African lawn balls. I was like, cool, man. Go for it. Just don't let the bus leave you behind when you go for trials. Classic Adam. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was but... a deep story. That hit harsh. Yeah, no, that does. Uh, oh, that... no, in all fairness, I'm sorry. He played... I know he's not listening. He played second team at St. Peter's. You're not going to make a provincial hockey side from that. Like, come on. Come on, Adam. I mean... No. Actually, I think we had one or two second team sides, hockey sides, making it SWD, yeah. But that's because our school was stupidly stacked at hockey in yeah but also in, it's in, in all fairness it's southwest it's not Gauteng no definitely yeah but like yeah so at the time we were the only school in the top 20 that didn't have Astro oh, cool. so we were like we were like we were like the Griquas of like national level hockey I, I, I kind of reckon as a school that that might actually be to your advantage so no we don't have an Astro yeah, like so everyone that's, has to. That's insane. And they, they like like your home games. You like you had such an advantage. Yeah. But that yeah, I mean, I'm surprised that there was because I mean, in the Western Cape here, like even when I was in school, which was you know as you guys keep saying was a lot longer, <laughs> later than you guys. Um, you know, a lot of the hockey games were played at um, UCT or Hartleyvale because most schools didn't have Astro even. Yeah, but yet. that's just because there's no like land in Cape Town to like yeah. build shit. Yeah, and to be fair, it has changed, but now, like, even five years later, like everyone, everyone has Astro, Astro yeah. yeah, yeah I, think even... it, I think it be, I think it became a lot cheaper to make Astros. Like, I think the, the like, main, I think the maintenance sort of, cost, like, there's like a... Yeah, like, technological kind of advancement. Yeah, no. Um, in other news, I think that's about it for the news. So we're happy, Franz Steins, the Euro, Elton Yankees... No one's ever allowed to say anything yeah, rude about him ever again. Redemption. No, but yeah, this is classic Yankees. This is, this is classic Yankees now. Where it's like typical of, as Ben always puts it, like even Yankees must probably didn't know which Yankees was going to step on the pitch this weekend. No, I mean, no he, he said was... in all the interviews that he trains, you know, for for the last minute pressure drop goal to win it. Um, no, which I'm good. surprised that, I don't that, know if that, I've ever seen him kick a drop goal ever. And that and that was not a well hit drop goal, eh? And he smashed it 45 meters, like. No, it was oh, a but huge drop goal. But, but it, it went like you know at at no at no point was sort of higher than about a meter above the crossbar. Like it was like a, it was a, it was a bit in, in golfing terms you'd say it was a bit thin. It was <laughs> a few a few grooves low, but um, yeah, it was definitely. Not good. It wasn't good. Hey, any, you know, there's no no comment sections on the scoreboard. Yeah. No, Look, there's, I, I think there's no asterisks there. It's a good time to review that, like, after going three down and everyone was so depressed about where Springbok rugby was, like, 
and now the roof has changed their fortunes. Like, uh, it, it, you know, two 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 point losses in the last two minutes of two games to have going from five out of six. Like, you know, we yeah. we were yeah five out of six beating New Zealand twice. Yeah, exactly. Like I think you, you know, we, take that all day. Like, yeah. I mean, that, 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 there was that. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it, but they were referencing uh, Stuart Barnes, and who's a world-renowned asshole as it is. So don't you know, take too much of it. Saying, you know, this win finally, you know, corrects a horrible season for the loss. It's like, hold on, mate, we beat the Lions. Yeah, we won a World Black. Don't forget two minutes of beating the All Blacks twice. Like, what are you talking about? Is 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 it just me, or have some some like each country now seems to have like one like dickhead journalist? Is it like the rules? Because like, I don't remember, I don't remember this Ben Smith guy from. Uh, no, apparently Ben Smith was actually just like a really good, like analyst, and would just write like really nice. Because I saw someone else like actually mention this, and like apparently and I haven't gone to look, but apparently yeah, like he'd write like really nice, like dry, just piecemeal, like decent pieces, and like very analytical, very sort of to the point. And then somehow he decided, you know what these these articles need, venom. And then yeah, just fucked it. It's completely. What about them clicks, sir? Yeah. Yeah, like but like, but it just seems like Keo, like South Africa is Keo. But Keo has always been an asshole, to be fair. Yeah. Like, like, Keo, Keo. How how do you say his name? Keo. Keo. Yeah. Keo. Keo. Is, is there a click? But he's always been an asshole, and Stuart Barnes has always been an asshole. Um, yeah. But but now obviously it. It just seems like this is sort of the the trend of the day. You just well, did this happen know. the last time we were successful? I can't actually remember. I think you know maybe that's just the thing. People just like no, but I don't think it's so much. I just think there's a lot of fucking kind of pointless negativity at the moment and just rugby media generally. Oh yeah, I thought you were just going to say in the world, but yeah, rugby media. Oh, pro- pro- probably in the world. Why not? Yeah, no. It's... I'm trying to think. I don't know. Fuck. I didn't, wasn't paying attention last time we won the World Cup. Yeah, I was at uni. Like, I was probably drunk. Yeah. No, I wasn't at uni. I was at last year at school. Eh? No, but Christ, no. you can't have been last year at school because I was at a mate's 21st at that when we won the World Cup. Well, no. I'm... <laughs> no, I mean, no, it was probably I tracks. Finished, just... I finished at 07, yeah. It was probably tracks, yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, I think I don't know. I feel like it has become a lot more. I don't know. Maybe it's because we also went on to win the. Oh wait, no. Yeah, the the Lions tour. But fuck, did you guys see the rugby pass uh, post that the All Blacks have a seven rugby championship streak at the moment uh, but of full of full yeah. of full tournament they, so they've got a little asterisk next to the seven of full tournament just completely ignoring the one we won and the one Australia won in 2015 well the other really good one well was, New, New Zealand haven't won an abbreviated tournament in nine years yeah. Yeah, which is you know actually that's yeah. more pressure games you know yeah yeah they actually and that shows why they actually should have World Cups even though they've won three yeah, it's because they're good on average, long term, but they're not good on clutch. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they so, so what we've what we've established, All Blacks, no BMT. Yeah, All Blacks just don't have fucking like. I mean that that we've always known. You they're know, like they don't have no they don't have shot put size. Are the All Blacks the proteins of rugby? Oh, oh. Well, they do have three World Cups, so maybe not quite. 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's... but they they all, all like. I'm sorry if the Proteas were as stacked as the All Blacks were in in uh, 2011 and 2015, like they would definitely have just won it. You can like win a World Cup, like they bloody like third team could have won a, the World Cup that year. Well, 2011, they still didn't almost cocked it up. To be fair, and that yeah, was the they same. almost they almost shat the bed. I'm, I'm against the French team there. that was shut. Yeah, Matt, to be I fair, think, that was the I French think, team. Like, it's the one team that's like that. I think, I think all New Zealand rugby players just have like nightmares of blue jerseys at this point. Yeah, Richie. Every every night before Richie goes to bed, he checks under his bed for Terry Dusatois. Like, okay, he's not there. Good, good, good. I reckon his wife, when she when she's like, she just wants him to like go have a cry in a shower. She just shouts like, "Soccer blue!" in the kitchen, and <laughs> Richie just leaves to go cry. <laughs> Yeah. But maybe that's why they don't want the ref speaking French. It would just like break all New Zealanders. Like as soon as the ref spoke French, the New Zealanders would just panic. They're like, fuck! They're in this yeah. game too. They're not, we're not even in their pool, but they're in this game somehow. <laughs> fuck! Um, I'm mad, but you got to make that the title of the episode. What? New Zealand are the protests of rugby. Also. Okay, let me jot that down. Choke. Much, Choke. much, much like with... Jesus, I'm joining. Zealand hold the record for shortest time at number one. That too. So someone, oh, someone oh, they don't. That, is that a record? So that's Surely they don't even have a streak for a week. No, but that's the thing. So they don't even have a win streak at number one. They just because to get a streak, you obviously needed like multiple win after your first one. So they don't even have like a streak of because they made fun of our streak of one for beat, beating Georgia then and the oh, being the shortest unbeaten number one streak yeah. and now they have a streak of they yeah so ben they are the proteas of because they literally got a duck on their number one streak oh good i just wait so new zealand got the trophy no yeah, i didn't they actually got the watch trophy. they technically should have gotten it last week already but yeah they got it this week after losing so they got the trophy while we are like celebrating yeah while we're yeah, celebrating well, just, just quietly. That, um that, that yeah, press conference with Foster and you can't actually hear what he's saying. You just hear us in the change room behind him. <laughs> just losing our mind. Good. Good. Yeah. Show him the respect he deserves. Put a bit of respect on his name. No, oh, I'm surprised he actually watched the game, Foster. Like, good on him for showing up. Yeah, actually, that's was probably what happened. He fell asleep halfway through and then they were without much guidance and that's how we actually won in the end. He's saying that he does actually give them tactical on-field guidance. Yeah, he's actually got a headset, much like Nino. So that's actually who Rassi was sky- uh, zooming with the entire time was Foster, not, yeah. not Nino. But well, imagine they just went like a little like a three-way zoom, like just like Rassi a. <laughs> and then like they invite Checker as well, but they leave like host leaves Checker on mute on purpose. <laughs> Can't unmute Maybe they, 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 they invite the Desmo, but they don't give him the password. <laughs> He's just rages. Respect me. Which is funny enough what the password is. <laughs> yeah. They set the password as a joke to respect and then they're like, yeah, but you never give me respect. Oh. Do you want the password? Well, something you have to earn. Mm. Yeah. No shame. Um, yeah. I think for that, with that, we can call it. I'm gonna to have to stitch together. Well, Australia, Australia beat Argentina. Yeah, okay. but well, like, I mean yeah, Argentina uh, without any of their outside backs. Well, that's how Killaways become the competition's top try scorer. 
Yeah, true, actually. I'm looking forward to the research. I saw a couple of media posts re- referring to this as the research, as the resurgent of, or the resurgence of Australian rugby, and no, they're on, like, they're, like, they're, like, on, they're on, the, they're on the, they're on the edge of something. I, I like, I like it when Australia play well. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think we all kind of recognise that that under Rennie and with these this group, yeah. like they had the talent to get it. They just needed, you know, some time together. Firstly and secondly. It was going to help if they had a couple of experienced heads. So bring back a, a career. You know, if you're playing Tate, Lolasio, and Ikatao as your or whoever it was um, as your 10-11, and Pasami at 10, 11, uh, 9, 10, 12, of course you're going to lose to the All Blacks. You replace that with Craig and Karevi. Not only are they better, but they just got experience. You know, like this Aussie team is good. They've got talent and they've got good coaching. Like, yeah, no, uh, no, but it's. I, I hope they actually they clean up the northern hemisphere a bit as well. Be yeah, I mean, I hope that now we're one, two, three tour. in the world. We all go and unbeaten end of the tours again. I want that yeah. to happen. Yeah. I'm sick of this like 60% southern hemisphere winning record. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm actually looking who their end of year tour is. It's all the same end of year tour. It's just Scotland, Ireland, Wales, yeah, maybe no. France. Just to play. Yeah. I don't think I think we only played like three games. So. Yeah, we've got quite a short one, which is fair enough because we've had. Um, oh, Australia's playing Japan. Well, in, in all fairness, we've we've really beaten their combined strength as the British and Irish Lions. Like that, we should just play Italy and France to call it a day. So we yeah. fuck New Zealand have an easy tour. Play England, Scotland, and Ireland. Oh, Wales. We play Wales for the fifteenth billion time. Yeah, we're playing we're so Wales, of Wales, Scotland, as a place England. A concept. Fuck no! New Zealand has the softest tour. They have the softest Street. coming tour as well. They playing you know, they playing the US, Wales, Italy, and I think that's it. Oh no, oh, Ireland. Oh, no wonder they no wonder they got that Josh. Uh, and France, like, they are uh, playing France as well. I'll give okay. them that. Okay, so they are going to lose one game at least. Yeah, they're yeah, closing that, against France. That Josh Lord Oak is going to have like twelve test tries by the end of this. Yeah. Oh, Portugal is playing. Namibia or Chile. They're not sure yet. Is that because it's like repertoire? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. This is end- I've just got a, the Wikipedia for the end of your tour. Oh, cool. Good luck to Namibia. Oh, USA Island got cancelled. Oh. Apparently. Uh, I think that. Yeah. How is USA Island cancelled but USA New Zealand isn't? I don't know. I don't know who cancelled. Maybe, I don't know. Island. No, but none of the other Irish games are cancelled. Georgia Samoa is cancelled. Obviously, we discussed that. Yeah. Doesn't oh. seem way asked why that's cancelled, except that maybe Ireland didn't want to travel to the Ireland didn't want to travel to the US, where somehow New Zealand's okay with it. Where they? Yeah, playing? that's what I'm saying. Like, if anyone's not going to travel to New Zealand, it's because they're a bunch of girls about staying in COVID bubbles. To be fair, Ireland would have to travel to Las Vegas. Whereas New Zealand's only traveling to Washington, and I feel like it's easier to bubble in Washington than Vegas. Vegas is, yeah. Or I mean, just, so that's just saying, are you just saying the Irish are irresponsible? I'm just saying, oh, yeah. I'm just saying that. The, do, do, do you think? Do you think Matera is in Vegas now? No, isn't who's what side does Matera play for? Isn't he supposed to be? Like, he signed with the Crusaders, isn't he? Well, he oh, yeah. know he signed with the Crusaders. Yeah. That's where he's going. Yeah. True. Yeah, right. fuck, I don't know if they'll take him anymore. 
<laughs> no, so they will. They just will have. They'll just have someone with them at all times. They're like, ah, uh-uh, no, you're not allowed to go there. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, you maybe, go. Maybe, maybe lead into it. Maybe they should pick up Frizzell and pick up. Uh, who's the dodgy IFR of Carberry? No, not Carberry. No, no. Um, oh, I was trying to remember the other day. Paddy Jackson. Yeah, Paddy Jackson. Like they could just pick up like the and they just say no, we the Crusaders, we like holier than thou. They've really also like got Joe Moody, so they're also there. I mean, no, but Joe Moody's just grabby on the field. Like he seems like quite a nice guy. Off it. Yeah, I don't know. He said he bitched about us doing all the stoppages last week. Actually, like in the media. Yeah. No, no, it was. Yeah, I feel it's all a bit of gamesmanship. Yeah. Okay, guys, yeah, I mean, my yeah. my laptop battery's dying, and I don't want to go plug it in. Okay, let's call it there for a night. I've got to stitch together much probably like 12 pieces of audio. <laughs> yeah, good luck, yeah. good luck. With, uh, with, with, your week, with your week fridge. Yeah, everyone who's been listening so far, I mean, congrats, I guess. I'm surprised you got there. Although this was a nice solid 45 minutes that I've managed to string together here. Yeah, I think the first half an hour is going to be a fuck show. Yeah, if they, if they don't give up in the first sort of 10 minutes... Maybe maybe note that in the comments. Just say, listen, it's dodge shit. But, but we find our groove. Maybe maybe while you're editing, you could actually cut a whole lot of shit out where we're just discussing the URC like schedule. Uh, maybe if I listen, but that requires a lot more listening than what I normally do. Just just pick a random point and just cut. See what okay, happens. I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's going to sound like that actually, at this point. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. Ben, thanks for joining us and thanks for oh. joining us that was a pleasure and everyone else thank you for listening goodbye <laughs>